When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Sorry we're late. I, know I saw some yes, anxious people in the YouTube comment sections. We uh, were a little backed up with our recording schedule because Patrick Royce was on a roll on Royce Unchained today. And another thing, by the way. He's got that curveball and it goes, <laughs> It was, uh, was kind of going, instead of, yeah. <laughs> so, all right, welcome in. This is, uh, this is the second week in a row we've done our Purple Daily live stream on a Friday. We gave you a live stream last night, too, where we picked the Viking schedule. So if you missed that, check it out on the Purple Daily podcast feed and or YouTube channel. But we're going to come on around, I, we should say, 10 o'clock-ish Central Time. We'll try to get as close as we can to 10 o'clock. But thanks for hanging out with us here. If you're watching live, please click subscribe and the like button to help us grow this channel. And um, we'll also go live around 11 o'clock-ish Central Time on the Score North YouTube channel for Minnesota Sports with Mackie and Judd, Feedback Friday, every Friday. Gentlemen, this show is presented by our friends at TCL. They have award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. And TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, and home appliances. TCL brings you joy and simplicity through innovative technology. You can learn more at TCL.com. All right, the schedule is out. We've got all sorts of reactions to it. Like I said on the episode from last night, Judd spent his entire night, didn't even sleep, looking at the opposing quarterbacks the Vikings are scheduled to play in 2023. Very interesting mix of uh, greatness at times, of very solid at times, and for a few of them, just flat out potential ineptitude. So this is a very intriguing schedule, but... um, yeah, I looked at so it's four. It's fourteen. It's fourteen because you you obviously play your division foes in the Lions, the Bears, and the Packers uh, twice each. Had to make some decisions as well because there's some difficult decisions to make as far as expectation. As you know, Jordan Love, Jordan Love, don't know for sure. Justin Fields is going to be improved, we think, and some some people think, man, he could be great. I, I don't think greatness is anointed. I think greatness is earned. So I'm not just going to say Justin Fields is going to be. I, I heard a conversation on one of the 
ESPN shows a couple days ago about the expectation from some that Fields might put up like an MVP worthy season. I'm not going there yet. I can't do that. Okay. Far too, far too premature. So you've ranked the 14 quarterbacks the Vikings are going to face and you've, you've, have you put these in, like, are there tiers? Is it just a straight power it's, ranking? It's a straight power, power ranking, but what you're going to find is, as I do this, easily tiered off. Oh, okay. okay. We can make so our like own tiers afterwards. Four, we 14, should acknowledge the tiers, maybe. maybe but we the can... tiers are very, well, the tiers are going to hit you like like a punch. They're so, it's going to be so blatantly obvious where that line gets drawn on each tier. Like a drive off the tee. Uh, yeah, it's not going to, it's going to, to be simple, but in this case, I'm going to start at the top and go down because I think the bottom is where mm-hmm. it gets to be more intriguing. I, I think the top is, I shouldn't say it's boring, but it's probably not surprising at all. And I don't know that the top is as debatable. It's debatable, but I don't know it's as debatable as it will be probably by the time we get to around six, seven, or eight. All right. All right. Okay. So here we go. This is yep, Judd Zolgad's to... official mm-hmm. opposing quarterback power rankings, or a pecking order, if you will. Yes, it is. Starting with Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. So okay. the first two are simple, right? Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow. Yeah. Like, that's not hard. I agree. Are the, I feel like there's a there's this idea, and those teams are going to be favored because, well, the Bengals game is in Cincinnati and Kansas City, I think. So DraftKings put out just for the season, like for every week as of right now, who would be favored? And the Chiefs are favored in all 17 of the games on their schedule, including all of the the eight road games they play. Wow. But I do think the tendency when we look at these schedules is to say, well, those are losses for the Vikings. You've got to play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs and then Joe Burrow and Cincinnati on the road. And I think all of us gave the Vikings a loss and we were going through our schedule yesterday. But those teams are going to lose game. I mean, the Bengals lost their first two games last year. The Vikings have a good team, especially the home game against the Chiefs. You're playing at US Bank Stadium. Yeah. So I I I think it's likely that they lose those games, but I'm not willing to just completely write the Vikings oh. off against those two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Burrow, week fifteen in December, he could be hurt. He might not even play in that game. Is that a threat or a I'm just saying you can't look that if you sounded look at chilling. He could be hurt Nancy if you Kerrigan? look at what happened. Oh, he could be. Uh, he could be. Uh, he could be. Why, in the why me? Why uh, me? Stop whining, and we'll explain to you. You just got galulied, okay? Who's that man with a ski mask and a surly hooded sweatshirt yep. that just took a crowbar Hello. to Joe That's Burrow's knee? Son of a bitch! All I, all I'm saying is I agree completely with what you just said, but I think the top of this list is is not difficult. Mahomes one, Burrow two. And by the way, a commenter Jeff points out here, last year the Vikings were supposed to lose to Buffalo. Yeah, Josh Allen, no question about it. And they didn't. And the Chargers hanged a banner on that with their uh, little social media clap video on their schedule release. Did you guys see that? <laughs> yes. No, that, that, I watched the Vikings one, and then I stopped. The, the oh, tit- dude, there were some great ones. The Titans, the Titans one, I think, is the best. But, Judd, the Chargers did you know their animated schedule release, and there was a, like a kind of a Vikings fan standing with J.J. Bling on. Yeah. And in the corner, you had to kind of peek to see it, but there was banners hanging. And one of them was fun week eight game in Buffalo. Wolves playing champions mentioned in a Lizzo song. Like they made yeah. banners. The for banners. Oh, cause, you know, God, it's, that's, oh, we're getting trolled by the Chargers. Shots, yeah. huh? It was pretty good. That, was, takes so, a lot of, that takes a lot of guts for that for that 
team and franchise to troll our asses. The Titans one is the best if you haven't seen it yet. In fact, let me pull something up here. The so, Falcons change their name. I was just going to say that. The Falcons, if you're wondering, why, why did the Falcons change their Twitter name today? So the Titans went, at some point, they went up and down uh, Broadway in Nashville, and they just interviewed a bunch of, like, drunk country music fans who don't know anything about football, and they showed them logos. They just show you, like, the Colts logo, and it's a bunch of drunk girls like, oh, that's the Cowboys, the Cowboys. And then they put on the screen, you know, the date of the game against the Cowboys with the Colts logo (laughs) and all this stuff. Uh, And someone identified the Falcons logo as the Atlanta Red Stallions. And so the Falcons then changed their name on Twitter to the Red Stallions. <laughs> oh, good for them. So they're playing along. I love that. That's hilarious, awesome. dude. Hilarious. Okay, anyways. All right, so uh, Patrick Mahomes won, Joe Burrow two. Yep. So with three and four, I, which are in the same bin, I tried to get a little bit more creative. And I said to myself, once our show got done last night, I said, Judd, Judster, sports dad, how are you going to break up these next two? Because they're, again, very, very close. And I decided I'd break them up by a little bit of where the Vikings are playing them and what their threat is to the Vikings, which is very close. But one guy is mobile enough, and one guy's probably not. So I put Jalen Hurts three, Justin Herbert four. Yeah. Easily debatable. Um, But but I decided that Jalen Hurts, I think, in week two – at Philadelphia in prime time yeah. with the legs being a threat. Um, Herbert is here. So it's, I'm not saying it's easy, but at least it's here. So I put, so Mahomes, Burrow, Hertz, and Herbert are that first bin of really top level quarterbacks you're going to face. Yeah. What's funny about those two quarterbacks, and I do, th- I do think I'm going to start drawing some tears here. I think there's a line between two and three here. I think you've got, yeah. Sure. Like Mount Rushmore of current NFL quarterbacks for sure in Mahomes and Burrow, and f- for sure future Hall of Famers, I think. Yep. And then you've got the next year of like Jalen Hurts and Justin Herbert are excellent. Let's see if there's another level there. But it feels to me like Jalen Hurts is being helped a lot by a great offensive scheme, mm-hmm. and Justin Herbert is being held back by lack of offensive creativity and scheme. Until now, maybe. In San Diego or L.A. or whatever. So we'll see. Yeah. This year might be different. And I I like him a lot. And I know you made someone made the case you're talking about from Chicago radio of Justin Fields, you know, breaking out of an MVP conversation. Well, was anyone saying Jalen Hurts this time last year was going to be in the MVP conversation for 2022? I don't think we were. I think people liked him a lot more than Justin Fields, probably, even though he wasn't a first-round pick like Fields. Mm-hmm. But he took a significant step forward in his third season, too, with, with the Eagles. So, yeah, I, I would put even like Hurts and, and uh, Herbert in the MVP conversation tier, right? Like they're, They are MVP candidates when they are playing up to their best. Yes, mm-hmm. and and the most important thing is that of the four quarterbacks, the top four I just gave you, the Vikings are going to have played three of them by week five, through week five. I love that. So, again, this is all about the start. This I have a nugget on that about the later, start. but we'll keep right. going on your rankings here. Sorry, we're, uh, we're through four here. Judd's ranking for the audience spilling in here. The, uh, the, the opposing quarterback rankings were one through Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, Justin Herbert. Now we're at number five. Number five is a guy that I expect to bounce back. We touched on this briefly last night. But at number five, I am going to put Russell Wilson. 
Whoa. Whoa. Yep. Yep. Sean Sean Payton. He's coming off a very disappointing year. But has has Russ gone from cooking to being cooked? I don't think we can definitively say yes. Um, Sean Sean Payton. I'm just going to remind you, because I think he is seen as, as a despicable character in these parts. Probably rightfully so. Bounty Gate. The skull chant that that he, that he started before getting his comeuppance in uh, 2017 in the playoff game, but you know Drew Brees is fantastic or was okay, but Sean Payton largely made Drew Brees into who he was. Yeah. Like he had he played Drew Brees was a really good quarterback um, when he joined the Saints from the, the Chargers. But if you guys recall. The decision on that whole thing was Culpepper and Breeze. And Breeze could have gone to the Dolphins. They ended up with Dante. I don't know that Drew Breeze goes on to have the career that that Drew Breeze does if he does not wind up with the Saints and Sean Payton. So I am putting Russell Wilson five because I think that there is a fighting chance that he comes back and has a really good season. And so I'm going to sort of weigh what was with Russ with what I think still could be. And I'm going to probably controversial ladies and gentlemen, put him number five on this list. I think I dis I, I agree with your logic. I think I still disagree with him being this high on the list, but sure. yeah, we we're, have people overreact so much in the NFL. Cause it's just, there's things happen in 17 game uh, samples instead of like hundred game samples. So if a guy has a bad year, we don't just chalk it up to, well, that was a weird year for whatever reason. He's cooked, right? I don't. I, I think there's a lot of evidence that you just laid out to suggest that he's not cooked. Maybe okay. Maybe he's not the same guy he was five years ago. But he's is he one of the worst starting quarterbacks in the NFL? I mean, Nate Hackett was one of the most disorganized over his head coaches in recent NFL history, and now you're going to the exact opposite of that. So, I do, I do think Russell Wilson's going to bounce back. I don't know that I'd have him ranked five, but curious to see the rest of your rankings here. Number six, probably also somewhat controversial. I don't expect him to be an MVP, but I do think that he is going to turn into a very solid QB with upside still, Justin Fields. Wow. Wow, I'm putting dude. Justin Fields number wow. six. I'm putting Justin Fields number six. But but what you're going to hear here is, is this list starts to, starts to go into a lot of names that we, we know that I don't think have have much upside left and so this list is going to go to a litany of veteran well-known qbs but certainly not stars now well there's one name in particular that's already just absurdly snubbed but i understand why you're doing it because everyone thinks that this guy's garbage and we'll get to it i would say about justin fields he's been asked to do very little in the passing game through his first two years now he ran he ran for a thousand yards and average he led the NFL with seven point one yards per carry. So he's a dangerous player because he can run for a thousand yards and he can he can he can keep you in a game with his legs. But he has been really, really insulated and protected in the passing game. He's not a guy that can sit back there and just all right, go throw for three hundred yards and carve a team with your arm. That does that has not happened yet. So un, until and and by the way, his teams are five and twenty in the games that he has started. So I still have a lot of questions about Fields and his ability to 
do the things a quarterback needs to do. He led the league in sacks taken last year too. So you're, but you, what you're doing is you're not ranking based on what they've done. You're ranking. This is a projection. You're saying projection he's going to take based. a leap. He's yeah, got better exactly. weapons now, et cetera, right? Exactly right. DJ Moore, okay. Mm-hmm. Bold. Number seven, I think, is the guy that, that you are surprised has dropped this far, and that would be the new New Orleans Saints quarterback, Derek. Carr. It's not the guy. This is okay. this is bonkers, okay. and I can't wait to talk about it. Okay. Number number eight. Well, hold on. Let's, let's oh, stand yeah. car for a second. Yeah, wait a minute. I mean, oh sure, easy. There. I thought you guys were trying to get through. I thought you guys were trying to get through. You guys were quiet. no. Go we ahead. got all. I mean, executive producer, we have space to explore here, right? We're good? absolutely. I want okay. to explore the space. Okay, this is Declan's guy here. Derek Carr is Declan's guy, but there's a reason why. I think about this for a second. It's it's kind of rare that a guy with his credentials and experience and passing yards and stuff hits just the available market to be traded for. But there is a reason why he was available too, and I've been a Derek Carr guy throughout my. Life as a football fan, I love. I just love the moxie and the guile. He also had a year where he had like seven fourth quarter comebacks, but he can just as easily go just sh- blue screen of death like your computer and and uh, and toss away a game. So I, I can, yeah, I, I'm I have no problem actually where Derek Carr is ranked. Declan might though. Yeah, I mean, I just think the Saints roster too is more equipped to be better than the Bears, even though the Bears are going to see them twice. So I I, I understand Judd's thought process here too. Uh, but I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Justin Fields and someone who could definitely come in here and win a football game at home and kind of dagger you because this one is at U.S. Bank Stadium. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you could fall into a trap, if you will, at home against the Saints team that you are getting a little hottie against. Uh, so I, I'm a little surprised. I like Derek Carr a lot. I buy some Derek Carr stock. I think, uh, obviously, his head coach, Josh McDaniels, is a buffoon. Uh, and that kind of didn't help things towards the end there. And he has done really well with other, you know, less than extraordinary head coaches in his career. He's been able to carry uh, his offense and teams with not great circumstances externally around him. But I would definitely have Carr ahead of both these guys, in my opinion. Okay. So right. we said so our piece in front of, of Fields and Wilson. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, I mean, I have him. I have him above Fields. I agree. I can on... see above. The, I the, the Wilson yeah. thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with just historically because the Wilson and Derek Carr arguments are the same. Boy, those guys were benched or or were terrible last year, and their their future is in question. But okay, so if I'm gonna if I'm gonna go look at their history, I'll take Russell Wilson's history over Derek Carr's history mm-hmm. from that perspective. Okay, all right. So so far, Mahomes, Burrows, Hurts, Herbert, Wilson, Justin Fields, Derek Carr, and number eight. Is sort of Phil's guy, I feel like. A guy that Phil stands up for. This better be my guy. He's more my and guy. more. The it's Jared Goff. Yeah, dude. What are we doing here? We're, we're 20 minutes in, and you just mentioned Jared Goff, my guy, Jared Goff now. Well, he's he's your the guy. Jacqueline is Derek Carr's guy. You know what? That doesn't make them my guy. Jared Goff. Okay, I, I feel Jared Goff is d- d- that's defend very Defend yourself. Yeah, you're on trial it's, here. It's very, very fair. Why? Jared Jared Goff has been has been at best solid. At worst, he regresses. And keep in mind too, he's with a team where expectations I think have gotten too high. Um there's a lot of things about Detroit as, as a as a underachiever that pops up that were a lot of fun. Oh, look at the cute Lions. Oh, this is great to see, okay? But the expectations now are real and they're on. 
and they're spectacular. And, and they are spectacular. And this is a this is a guy. Here's a guy that I am not sure. I think he can be solid. I don't know. I think we've seen the best of Goff, and I think at his best, he is solid. But with the expectations that the Detroit Lions are going to carry now, um, I think it's very fair to put him eight of fourteen. And if I was to if I was to go back now, I'd move him up at most, and I wouldn't. But if I was forced to, like a spot, like I might flip him in car. And this is my problem with, again, I'm just, I'm not actually like, I'm not going to die on the, on the golf hill by any means. You go right ahead. One more thing here. So, okay. I'm just trying to confirm my, so if I, before I did my statistical analysis here, uh, while you were talking, I would have said I test and just off the top of my head, I feel like Jared Goff is a lot better than people give him credit for because he was really bad for a year or two at the end of his run with the Rams. So people are thinking about Jared Goff's floor and how bad he can be, and they're equating that to him as a player. Jared Goff's best, Jared Goff's ceiling, is higher than Kirk Cousins' ceiling. Jared Goff's numbers and output last year were among the best in the NFL. In fact, this is where Jared Goff ranked among all quarterbacks in the NFL in six different categories. QBR, he was fifth. Passer rating, traditional passer rating, he was seventh. Straight up yards, he was sixth. Touchdowns, fifth. Yards per attempt, he was sixth. Expected points above average, which is an analytical measurement that a lot of teams use. EPA, he was sixth in EPA per play last year. He's literally right in there with like Josh Allen, EPA per play last year. He was better than Joe Burrow, better than Dak Prescott. But because he's had some Jared Goff moments and because he's not the most maybe dynamic leader, He's kind of a beta personality. Uh, he is younger Kirk Cousins, basically. And I, I think with, with more upside because he's younger. He's a former number one overall pick. And people just kind of write him off like you just did. You put him behind Justin Fields, a broken Russell Wilson, for instance, you know why? and Derek Carr, who was bounced as a franchise quarterback from the Raiders last year. So I'm going to stand up for my guy, Jared Goff. He's better than people think, and Vikings fans in particular. You've been daggered by this guy. Let's stop sleeping on Jared Goff and making fun of him like the Vikings have, you know, the second coming of Peyton Manning as their starting quarterback. The Vikings have Jared Goff as their starting quarterback. Here's why I didn't put him higher. The Rams struggles make no sense. And they came when there were some expectations. I think in the face, and and this this could be described as very Kirk-like, especially pre-O'Connell. I think in the face of expectations of, oh, Jared Goff, let's go. He can do, do this. Jared Goff shrinks in the moment and in the season. Those Ram struggles make no sense. But great that, coach, great infrastructure, and he actually regressed there. And then he went to Detroit where it's like, okay, he's Jared Goff. He sucks. Bang, he's back. I don't kind of. Him. Kind of. Because if you, you, But I could play the other side of that earlier in his career. So uh, you know, he has a garbage first year as a rookie under Jeff Fisher, and then Jeff Fisher sure, gets yeah. fired. And then, so now there's no expectations, to your point. Yep. His second year, Sean McVay, whoa, this guy comes out of nowhere, no expectations, and he makes the Pro Bowl. He uh, he throws for 4,000 yards and 28 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and they win 11 or 12 games in his, his first year with Sean McVay. Now there's expectations. Number one overall pick going into your third year. The McVay offense clicked. You got beat in the playoffs. 
They go to the next level with expectations. They go 13-3. and They go to the Super Bowl. They have a lead, I think, in the Super Bowl. And Jared Goff was one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL in 2018. And he followed it up again with uh, another 4,600-yard season in 2019. So, you know, yeah, like he he did falter at the end of his Rams tenure, and then they went and got Matthew Stafford. And I'm not saying he's one of the top five quarterbacks in the NFL. But I am I am saying that people sleep on him a little bit, and Vikings fans mock him from a, not point, a, him. a point of no leverage. So let's calm down on it. I think to say, when you said at his best, he's solid, I think that's incredibly disrespectful. At his best, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL, and we've seen that. Declan and I, linking arms, although Declan's a little biased. He's a little biased. They share a last name. They're probably fourth cousins. I can't tell you. Now that he's in the division, it really stinks. If I go out anywhere after the Vikings play the Lions and they see my last name, oh, so uh, are you related to Jared Goff? (laughs) No, I'm I'm not. I'm not. We're like I, I, I think I made the assessment two years ago that we're both overpaid and one of us is really good at his job and one of us is not. Okay, that's that's still a that's still in the correct assessment on both so Jared Goff him. and Declan Goff. I, I it could be me too. I'm not saying which one it is. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying both are okay. overpaid. All right. And one of us is really good at their job. That's all. A lot of truck driver jokes coming in in the YouTube comment section about Jeff Fisher, by the way. Brandon Ledoux says Jeff Fisher is driving a semi truck somewhere. I believe that. I'd honestly believe that. Didn't he, he coach in one of those knockoff leagues a couple of years ago? Yes, I think he did. Did he? He went from he did, uh, like USFL. I think he did something. Or it might have been that yeah. of that that. Yeah, there, there was AFL. one like three years. AFL. AFL. Oh, the Football yeah. Alliance yep. or American yep. Football. That might have been it. No. Yep. Or AFA, right. the American Football. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. I just Who think knows? He, he coached some slappy team in that all well, right we're halfway through judd's list here ranking the 14 opposing quarterbacks actually we're more than halfway through so let's pause to shout out our friends over at aquaside helping keep your lake area clean as the summer months hit absolutely it's finally lake season i know some people actually are getting up to the lake as we speak uh maybe this weekend a little jump start on the weekend as you get that dock in and get ready and closer to memorial day weekend which is the unofficial kickoff to summer season so when you step in that water and you start to put that dock in, or you start to enjoy yourself a little bit, and you notice that nasty lake weed or algae that grew in the wintertime. Well, what is that? Well, your friends at Aquaside can help you diagnose it and take care of it so you have a nice little lake shore or pond, whatever you're working with, uh, at Aquaside.com. Go to Aquaside.com. These are safe products. They're registered with the EPA, too. Go to Aquaside.com to order your Aquaside pellets now. And a thank you to our friends at Federated Mutual Insurance Company for being a great partner of ours over the last several years here at Score North and on Purple Daily. They've also been helping business owners since 1904 with risk management tools and resources. They're like a great offensive line for your business, helping protect against risk on the other side of the line of scrimmage. You can find out which industries Federated specializes in at federatedinsurance.com. See if your industry matches. And uh, you can find your local marketing representative too at federatedinsurance.com where it's our business to protect yours. All right, let's continue here. Vikings opposing quarterbacks ranked by Judd. Number nine. All right, right. so Jared Goff is eight. Number nine. Number nine, and I actually dropped him because of his head coach and the infrastructure. Jimmy Garoppolo, Las Vegas Raiders. Um, Josh McDaniels, to me, is probably a really decent coordinator with Bill Belichick as his boss. But this guy has done nothing to show me that he has the Midas touch 
as a coach, and he's supposed to be a quarterback guy. And and the majority of quarterbacks he touches outside of the Patriots turn to garbage. Jimmy Garoppolo was and deserves credit in San, in San Fran, not for being awesome, but for being a guy that won a lot, okay? Mm-hmm. But by an extension, that's also Kyle Shanahan. Like, the infrastructure there was really damn good. Dare I say the culture was good. And so it's not like Garoppolo just came in arbitrarily by himself and caused that team to ascend. He was put into a situation where, to his credit, he took advantage. The Raiders don't have that. Like, there's been nothing to say. I mean, Derek Carr might have had an offseason, but he was sent home. Like, like, that's on you. That's not on him totally. So at number nine, I am putting... Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo, because I expect there to be a descension from him just given the change from the 49ers to the Raiders. This is another guy that people make fun of, right? I hear Vikings fans again, Jimmy Garoppolo. At least we have Kirk Cousins. Jimmy Garoppolo's teams, when he starts a football game, are 40-17 and 17 in the regular season. Also, he did go 2-0 and with Josh McDaniels as his offensive coordinator in 2016 in New England, which helped raise his profile to be traded to San Francisco in the first place. And last season, before he got injured, Garoppolo played like, I don't know, what did he play? Um, 10 games. He started 10 games last year, so about two-thirds of the season. Jimmy Garoppolo ranked fourth in the NFL in yards per attempt, third in the NFL in passer rating, had a 16-4 to touchdown-to-interception ratio, and he also ranked fifth in expected points added per play above Joe Burrow, Dak Prescott, Trevor Lawrence, my guy, Jared Goff, and well above Kirk Cousins. So, again, he's not perfect. He definitely has short-circuit moments where he throws a bad interception. He has some accuracy problems. But uh, he's another guy. Like him and Jared Goff, people just link in Cousins to some extent. People love to just like, they're garbage. Those guys are garbage. No, they're, they're a not. a lot worse they than, are not. than I do. I, I, I This guy's good. I just don't think that this team, I think, this, I think he's being put into – one of the most questionable infrastructures team wise. I really do. And I, and I think if, if Mark Davis can afford it, Josh McDaniels probably, in fact, I can eventually make this or write that down. Probably fired after 2000. I don't know. Now that Tom Brady is about to be a minority owner of the Raiders, it sounds like Josh McDaniels might have a contract for life. Well, or TV's coming back owner player. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Number 10 is the first guy that I think that there is a huge um, upside 
but potentially this might be too high downside as well. I'm assuming he is going to start because I do not want to talk about Andy Dalton. I just don't. This is Bryce Young's place. First overall pick in the draft. I'm putting Bryce Young here because I think the I think the ascension could be good. He could stink. But if I put Dalton here, he's going to probably just be last and it's boring. So I'm going to spice this up and say Bryce okay. Young starts and I put him 10. Yeah, I, I would even be tempted to move him higher just based on projection if we're projecting here. I actually think he might be better than Justin Fields in his first year. But Ooh, it's tough to okay. say for sure. It's tough to like have that fight because he's never played an NFL game. Right. And the Panthers are you know, making their way through, trying to be a playoff team. So um, that's a game, though. We, we talked about it when we did the schedule. Road game, outdoors, grass. That's that's a, a seven win team with some dangerous pieces and no, just don't don't sleep on that Panthers game. It's a tough Thielen. one. Thielen, revenge game. Win. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. That's going to be a game where he is either goes off right, like eight catches, one hundred twenty five yards, a couple tutties, or he's flailing his arms and screaming about how he's not get, getting the ball i think that's an all or nothing game because it's going to be so highly emotionally charged for Thielen. all right all right number 11 so these last four boy you could you could probably jumble them up but anyway number 11 is going to be the vikings opening day forward quarterback for the tampa bay buccaneers what he's now bounced from cleveland uh, to Carolina, to the Rams, to the Buccaneers. Come on down, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Y- your insurance endorsements are gone because <laughs> you are now just a – you are basically have fallen into the old school bin of journeyman quarterback, but uh, Baker Mayfield, number 11. Yeah, that's that's just a welcome challenge for the Vikings. Baker, at his best, is not that dangerous, even though didn't he say one time that he woke up feeling dangerous? Sounds right. He's been a, I think he many had gas. Thing. Yeah. So he's not a guy that at, a, at on a bad day for him, he can blow a game for you. On a great day for him, he's just along for the ride offensively. So it's more about the rest of the Buccaneers than Baker Mayfield when the Vikings play them. I agree. 12 is probably too low. But again, I have no idea what to expect here. Number 12 is Jordan Love. I just have no clue. Yeah, no I don't does, know right? what he can do well necessarily. Like we see these, we see these isolated highlights of, of when he has gotten into games in the past two years or so, right? And like they'll show this is a great pass, the anticipation, but it's an isolated small thing. It, it's like a passing thunder shower. We got no clue. So I'm I'm putting him twelve because he could be absolutely fine. Hell, best case for the Packers and their fans. He's a star, but I struggle to think that that I struggle to think that the, the Packers are going for the third time since 1992 hit a home run here. So I'm actually going to put him in my bottom third. Yeah, it's so it's there's a couple guys on this list where you just don't really know Justin Fields. You know a little bit more because you've seen him for two years. You know that he can run at least. Right. Jordan Love is pretty mobile, but we've just not seen enough. So yeah, I have no problem putting him here I, I might put him above baker mayfield but yeah that's i wouldn't yes. fight you too much on this yes all right final two number 13 uh i'm going to assume and i'm probably wrong here 
But I, I was trying to go through last night and say, who starts for San Fran in that primetime game here? Oh, man. Brock Purdy's arm basically had to be re- reattached. So, like, if it's anything like pitching, I don't think he gets back by then. Um, Trey Lance w- would be more fun to talk about. But as we discussed on last night's live schedule breakdown show, I haven't heard him mentioned in months like it comes up as you know what's going to happen is he going to be traded but it feels like there's no chance he starts so number 13 on my list is sam darnold yeah i just don't know what they're going to do it's it's such a weird situation i can't imagine that they would go into this season with sam darnold playing a big chunk of games but here we are so if he does hopefully he's still around when the vikings meet the niners halfway through the season yeah. But, uh, or is it Kyle Shanahan's best painting? Right. That's the other that he thing. proves you can, this system is so great yep. and the weapons are so amazing. Correct. You got McCaffrey and Debo and you got Kittle over here and Ayuk and Juszczyk and all these pieces. And you can just put anyone. Sam Darnold was actually sneaky competent at stretches last year when he came in. Everyone had kind of written him off and. Right. So we'll see. We'll see. Sam Darnold, 358 and four. Oh, my God. No picks. In, in one game? <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. Watch that right. happen. Okay, and that, that takes us to the last quarterback on my list. I'm going to assume he starts again. I have no clue. Atlanta Falcons game oh. in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Desmond Ritter. Okay. Um. Now, he might not start. Who knows? And at, at this point, who cares? But he's 14. So he's my last quarterback. Okay. So, yeah, Desmond. Highly controversial list, though. Desmond Ritter was, uh, I think, a third round pick, but he's one of those dudes that, man, six foot four, 215. So he played, uh, he did wind up playing four games last year for the Falcons, did not throw an interception. So okay. he was, he was at well, least not going too crazy. Did have a game winning drive in those four games. Mm-hmm. So they're interested to see more. But there Don't it is. Sleep He's... on uh, Taylor Heineke either. Taylor Heineke's yeah, in that's that. That's another. Room. You're right. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on my guy Heineke. And, and by then, you know what? Dex, you might be exactly right. Might be. He might start. Time. I have no clue. So here they are in order. These are Judd's rankings, Judd's pecking order of the Vikings' opposing quarterbacks. Patrick Mahomes number one. Joe Burrow number two. I think there's a tier line across those two guys, mm-hmm. right? And then you go. Jalen Hurts, number three. Justin Herbert, number four. I think there's another tier line there. Three. Yep. And then five, Russell Wilson. Six, Justin Fields. Seven, Derek Carr. Eight, Jared Goff. Nine, Jimmy Garoppolo. That's where I think there's another tier, although the one that doesn't fit here as much as Justin Fields. But you know that those guys have all been productive to some extent in that mm-hmm. list, that they, yep. can all, they can all ball a little bit or a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And then number 10 is Bryce Young, who I put in his own tier altogether because... He could be incredible. He could be stumbling yep. as a rookie. And then uh, the last four on the list are Baker Mayfield, 11, Jordan Love, 12, Sam Darnold, 13, and Desmond Ritter, 14. So it's a pretty, you know, it's, there's a lot. You could make a case in your mind, well, you know, Derek Carr is not that good and Justin Fields and Goff and Jimmy G, but there's a lot of quarterbacks on this list. I mean, how many of these guys have been to a conference championship game, for instance, or a Super Bowl, right? Well, Mahomes, Burrow, Jalen Hurts. I don't think Herbert's made it that far. Russell Wilson, 
Jimmy G. Jared Goff, Jimmy G. So that's sick. I mean, a 30-year schedule. These guys have at least been mm-hmm. really deep in the playoffs or have won Super Bowls before. And some interesting young talent. Some mobile quarterbacks on this list, too, that are going to be tough to corral. That scares me a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Justin Herbert can move. Russell Wilson can still move a little bit, but not as much as he used to be able to move. Bryce Young can move. The thing that really stands out to me in going through this list and what you just talked about, Phil, which is the amount of mobile QBs you're potentially going to face, is this. Brian Asamoah. Brian Asamoah's going to have to be good. So he can, we know he can move. That's what I'm saying. He's not been the greatest. Even in college, Like some of the knock on him was, can he keep up with and defend good pass-catching tight ends, running right. backs out of the backfield? The biggest play he made last year against the Giants, right? He stripped a ball. But if you remember beat. that play, he got beaten coverage badly and then chased down the tight end, knocked the ball out, fumble Correct. recovery. But the play Correct. started with him getting beat quite badly. So. But can I submit this, too, potentially? Brian Asamoa against a portion of this list used as your spy on the quarterback. Speed, mirror the speed. Or would Lewis Seen be a spy in a single high safety look? Lewis Seen comes down into the box as a spy. He can missile. I thought of that. Brian Asamoa is the spy. Seen is the coverage guy. Wow, look at this. You see that? Because like if if you're if if you are no but like seen against and Bill Nye the science guy Bill oh, yeah Bill Bill <laughs> great show if you have if you think about this if you put seen on a tight end that might be a perfect matchup I love where George you're going Kittles here Zolgad look at you Zolgad. I love yeah. the way you're thinking right the now George Kittles of the world let's scheme it up Kelsey's of the world you scheming rascal Kelsey don't you know what Jordan Hicks see I. You're not on the field. I'm going big dime. I'm going oh big gosh, dime. Man. Three safeties. Oh, right? yeah. Come on. And Asamoa. Football! Yes. So so Asamoa is spying Mahomes. Declan, Declan's so excited. Well, he just went and football. grabbed a football. He's now holding that's, a football. Uh, that's a college football. Yeah, that's this great. is old. This thing is. Look at the laces on this bad boy. Oh, my God. This is from, like. I think we got this in 2008, yeah. nine, and it survived my parents' you know, removal and stuff. So it kind, of, kind of survived. I don't know that it survived completely. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and it's very, defl- it's like 60%. Oh, I can see it's deflated. deflated. Yeah, it's, uh. not, it's not great. But oh, anyway, Tom Brady like, would, would throw for 400 yards with that football wow. in a playoff game. Still taking shots. Crazy. So, all right, there it is. Well, I have a bunch of notes, too, just some fun stuff from around the league and some Viking stuff on the schedule. We can mix some of that in for our Saturday Checkdown episode. Cool. And we still, if you're hanging out with us live here on the Purple Daily channel, we will go live in 10 minutes on the Score North channel for some Minnesota sports with Mackie and Judd feedback Friday. Or maybe 12 minutes. I don't know. Maybe we'll be a little fashionably late. Typical Mackie. But a shout-out to our friends at the Meadows at Mystic. It is officially golf season here in the Twin Cities, which means book your tee times at one of the best golf courses in the upper Midwest. Absolutely. And they got these great carts here. You can, you can they had the GPS on top, so you know exactly what yard you're working with. You got the ball washer in the back, the club washers in the back. You got all the tools you need, okay, to, you know, maybe shoot 97 like old Dex Tweets likes to do when he hits the links, okay? So all the tools are there uh, for you at the Meadows at Mystic Lake. You can go to golfthemeadows.com. To book that tea time now. You got some great sunshine in the forecast. Whether you want to get out there on the weekday or a weekend, go to golfthemeadows.com. 
to book that tea time now. All right. Thank you to everyone for hanging out with us here on this Friday. We're going to keep these live streams going on Fridays, 10 o'clock-ish Central Time on Purple Daily's YouTube channel, 11 o'clock-ish Central Time on the Score North YouTube channel. Please click subscribe and the like button if you could. And if you're listening on demand via Apple Podcasts, a five-star rating and a positive review would go a long way to helping us grow the show here. So thank you for hanging out with us. We'll see you shortly.